0: Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. My name is Mark. This is my lovely wife, Victoria. We're so happy you joined us. Today's going to be a great day and an exciting episode about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We actually have raw footage from the mission field in South Sudan, which we're going to go to there in a second. But before we do, I want to encourage you to visit our website at globalimpactministries.com. There, you can access all of our episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast. You can email us. So avail yourself of everything that's on our website. So enjoy the video, and we'll be right back shortly.
1: So in my public speaking, thus far in my life,
2: that could
1: change. This could change.
2: I'm about to tell you can change.
1: But in my life, and in my ministry, I'll preach many, many, many times a
3: year,
1: and maybe once or twice have a tongue
2: with interpretation given to the people. Yet. But every day I pray in
1: other
2: times. privately, alone, not with God. You See the difference?
1: <laughs> so not everyone will have a
2: ministry of times. But everyone can pray in times. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you will speak in other tongues. Oh hallelujah. oh, hallelujah. And it is a source of
1: spiritual edification.
2: It will put a
1: power in you you never
2: had before. Lord permits, tomorrow morning, that's what we'll teach them, the purpose of praying in other tongues. See, there's
1: a lot of Pentecostals.
2: They'll scream in tongues in church for five minutes. And then that's it. Well, they're not
1: fulfilling
2: the purpose of it.
1: Because praying in tongues is supposed to be a continual flow out of your spirit in your everyday
2: personal life. If you give yourself to in Your
1: ministry will
2: go to another level. You'll experience
1: freedom and power you've
2: never had before. The Bible will become more real to you when you read it.
1: When you worship Jesus, you'll become more aware of it.
2: Because the Holy Spirit was sent to us for
1: all
2: of that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So in Acts chapter 2, the They were
1: all filled
2: and they all
1: began to speak.
2: Amen. Amen. Look at Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Peter Peter's honest he, he. Through
1: a series of events, visions, Peter finds himself in the house of Cornelius preaching the gospel. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. Now
2: when I got better road. I want to challenge him go who and it. No matter where they go, we didn't go. Go, go, go. Where they're going, they're The Holy Spirit fell upon, upon, go ahead and let it go. Those who heard the word. And
1: those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter. As many as, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also.
2: Notice the next verse. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God.
1: How did they know they were baptized in the Holy Spirit?
2: They heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Look at Acts chapter 19. We're
1: showing you these scriptures because we want you to see the truth that speaking in tongues is the initial, not the only
2: but the initial evidence that one has been filled with the Holy Spirit. That's
1: hallelujah. So in Acts chapter 19,
2: yes. Paul goes to Ephesus, and he finds Twelve men he preaches Jesus to them.
1: But first he asks this
2: question. Now you know when you
1: meet
2: somebody, Uh,
1: you have the first the introduction and the small talk first. Uh, How are you
2: doing? What's your name? Hey, John Wonderful, wonderful. wonderful.
1: Yeah, we need to Where are you yeah.
2: from? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Wow. Yeah. Have you received the Holy Ghost
1: since
2: you moved? Yeah. You see, that's what happened. Yeah. After the introduction, yeah. after the small talk, yeah. the first question out of his mouth. Have you
1: received the Holy Ghost since you
2: believed? we're why? It was a priority. <laughs> it was a priority with Paul. In all the world, but first, Amen. You wait at Jerusalem. So you're clothed with power from
1: high. will
2: come to the now? Amen. Amen. In Acts
1: 10, we just read it.
2: And a soon as Peter is preaching the gospel and they believe, and I the Lord doesn't want, He doesn't wait any longer. He pours out the Holy Spirit upon us. in Acts chapter 19 the first question out of Paul's mouth Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believe?
1: Amen. And notice their response. Notice what they said. <laughs> We've never even
2: heard of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> now,
1: notice Paul's response
2: to that. <laughs> that will answer a question. He <laughs> said, Jesus said, you go
1: make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son,
2: and the Holy Spirit. So what happened? He said, Well, John, that was good, but he came and showed Jesus. Are you
1: here? they believe what he's doing. Right. And he baptized them. And the Bible says, He laid his hands on them.
2: And what happened? The Holy Spirit came upon we.
1: Paul laid
2: his hands on 12 people,
1: and the Holy Spirit came
2: upon all 12 of them,
1: and all 12 of them spoke in
2: tongues.
3: Wow, praise God. That was some awesome teaching on the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. You know, from time to time, um, I'll have a conversation with a believer and I just ask them, are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? Have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? And sometimes you get an answer kind of like this. Well, I think so, but I haven't spoken in tongues yet right right and we can see from the word of god that when a person is baptized in the holy ghost immersed into the spirit of god the initial evidence that that's happened is there will spring forth this new language yeah right out of their heart so if you have prayed to receive the holy spirit and your desires to be baptized in the holy spirit and you haven't spoken in tongues yet just get alone with god and talk to him Mm -hmm. and ask him spirit of the living god fill me more Mm -hmm. saturate me more i yield to you i yield my heart to you i yield my tongue to you fill me you know even as i'm doing that now I sense his presence Mm -hmm. coming really upon me, but stirring in me. Uh, And that's what will happen to you. Uh, You just need to take a little more time, press in, and then you open your mouth. You begin to speak and rivers of living water will burst forth out of your heart. and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I shared a story on the last episode of how we were laying hands on pastors and their wives to uh, be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. Now, you don't have to have somebody lay hands on you in order to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. There are many examples um, in the Word where um, someone did lay hands on someone, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. But there's other examples. Uh, like at Cornelius' house, which is found in Acts, Acts chapter 10, 10 um, while Peter was preaching, the Holy Ghost just fell, and they were filled and began to speak. So it can happen either way. Yes. Um, but we were laying hands on pastors and their wives, and they were being filled I relayed that story in the last episode. Well, that was actually the second time um, this interesting occurrence happened. The first time it happened, we were uh, preaching a crusade and a pastor said, please, he, he had been baptized in the Holy Spirit in our conference. He said, please come to my church and preach in my church. We hardly ever do that. Because when we do a a festival, we'll have like 100, 200, 300 pastors and we don't have time to go to everyone's church. But we felt impressed. We had time. We're going to go preach at this guy's church, right? So we go and it's a typical one room church building packed full of like 80 people. And we preached and we started to pray for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And um, we were going down the row. I was with the women, Mark was with the men. We're going down the row, ha- laying hands on each person. And Mark had an interpreter with him to listen. As the people spoke out in tongues, we would ask our interpreter, is that tongues? Mm-hmm. Because the languages of this particular country just sounded like tongues to us. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were to speak in Spanish, we could say, oh, that's Spanish mm-hmm. or Italian or French, because those are languages we're familiar with. But these languages in Asia, <laughs> there's so many of them and they literally sound like tongues yeah. to us. So the people, would, they would have their hands raised and, and we'd be praying for them, fill them, Lord, and they would begin to speak. And our interpreter would say, yes, that's tongues. Or they would say, no, that's their mother tongue. And so we'd work with them. Well, we're going down the line. We're in a village, like in the interior. Mm -hmm. There's nobody really that's been to um, university there, right? right? right. They're just simple farm people, right? And precious people. Yes. we're going down the line and I laid my hands on this one lady and she raised her hands up and in perfect English, she said, Jesus, you are so wonderful. You are holy, holy, holy. And I looked at my the interpreter and she said, that's tongues. Because this lady did not know any English. Yeah. All she knew was her mother tongue.
0: Yeah, and after, when it was all over from the platform, mm-hmm. I I called her out mm-hmm. and I said, sister, do you know any English? And she looked at me like, me? Well, She's she like, no. and she covered
3: her face, yeah. like with her head covering. Yeah. Like she was very shy. Yeah, Like, are you kidding me? I don't know English yet. When she was baptized in the Holy Spirit yeah. and spoke in tongues, she spoke in perfect English. And what's interesting to me is she was speaking the wonderful works of God. Yes. Which is what they spoke. In in Acts 2. In Acts 2, when they were filled, the Bible says they spoke the wonderful works of God. She said, Jesus, you are wonderful. You are holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. It's really um, important to recognize that when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, and you speak in tongues. It's an actual language. Amen. It's not some secret code that nobody understands. Right. It's an actual language, either a language found on the earth or a language of the angels in heaven. Hallelujah. Which is mind-blowing, really. That's right. But you're actually speaking out words. It's not just jibber-jabber. It's not just something you're making up. It's perfect grammar, perfect um, sentence structure of a language you have never learned, and you're declaring the works of the Lord, and there's power in that.
0: And so here, let me give you kind of the sequel to this incident of this outpouring of the Holy Spirit Mm. at this church. Now, as she said, there was about 80 people there who... We're in that church in that meeting, about 70, 73 of them were baptized. It
3: was 73, I remember.
0: Baptized in the Holy Spirit in that meeting. <laughs> and three or four of them already spoken in touch.
3: Yes, yes. So
0: it was powerful. But a few months later, when we were back in that nation, I asked uh, our contact, how's that church doing? He says, oh, wonderful. It multiplied into four other churches.
3: Wow, that's no coincidence.
0: You know, Jesus said in Acts chapter one, verse eight, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. See, that's the major purpose of the baptism in the Holy Spirit is empowerment to be a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let me just say this happened in a Hindu culture. They went from one church to a few months later, four churches Amen. because of the power oh, of the Holy Spirit. When we do it God's way, it's amazing what what God can do through us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah.
3: Now, the Holy Spirit is God's gift to his children. Yes. But Jesus is God's gift to the world. hmm. You know, the whole world lays under the sway of the wicked one. But Jesus Christ is the way to the Father. Amen. Amen.
0: That's right. So Jesus is God's gift to the world. What does that really mean? Hmm. Maybe you've never tuned into our program before. So let me explain it clearly. We We were without God. We were without hope. When I say we, all of us, including you, we were separated from God because of our sin. We were deserving of eternal punishment. But God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. So Jesus came to this earth, born of a virgin, lived a sinless, perfect life, only to go to the cross to be crucified in our place. Yes. And in that moment, God laid on him the iniquity of us all. Thank you, Lord. He bore all of our sin. He bore the guilt of our sin. He bore the consequences of our sin and the, a punishment for our sin. All of that was laid on Christ in that moment of time. And now you can be free. Because when he died with all of that, he was buried with it. He put it away. And then God raised him from the dead because the price had been fully paid and we were now considered justified. And the Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. So I want to lead you in a prayer right now. Yes. If you will call on the name of Jesus, acknowledging that you're a sinner, acknowledging that he paid the price for your sin and that he was buried and that he rose again from the dead, you will be saved. So do that with me right now. Say, Father God, Father God, I come to you. I come to in you Jesus name. In Jesus name, I acknowledge my sin.
3: I acknowledge my sin. I believe. But I believe Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Your Son. Your Son died
0: on the cross. Died on the cross. In my place. In my place, He suffered Your wrath.
3: He suffered Your wrath. So I could be forgiven. So I could be forgiven. He shed His blood. He shed His blood. So I could be cleansed. So I could be cleansed and free. And free.
0: I believe you raised him from the dead.
3: I believe you raised him from the dead. And I confess. And I confess. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Is my Lord. Is my Lord.
0: I accept him in my heart. I
3: accept him in my heart. As my Savior. As my Savior. And I am saved now. And I am saved now. According to your promise. According to your promise. Amen. Amen. My
0: friend, hallelujah, I have good news for you. If you prayed that with all of your heart, your sins are forgiven
3: Hallelujah. you're a
0: brand new person yes. the spirit of christ is inside of you right now now right now put your hand on your head i'm going to pray for your healing yes and i'm also going to pray for you to be baptized in the holy spirit Hallelujah. Right now. father in the name of jesus i thank you for the mighty power of the holy spirit to Thanks fill the rooms and the cars and the places where everyone is watching yes, or listening to this. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you that you heal the people now. Your great glory touches them in Jesus name. We believe we receive miracles. And Lord, I pray that you fill every person listening or watching right now. Fill them with the mighty Holy Spirit. May rivers of living water flow out of their innermost being. We thank you that they all speak in tongues and that they are empowered to be a witness in the name of Jesus. And we give you the glory and honor. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If you
3: prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we want you to go ahead and call the number on your screen and let somebody know about that. Also, if you're experiencing a healing in your body, if you got baptized in the Holy Ghost, we want to hear from you. So please call the number on your screen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time.
1: Jesus, and you will be saved.